Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hitman of Sales podcast. I'm your host, Buddy Jones, and my goal is to bring you the latest, most relevant sales strategies and techniques to put your sales on target. As promised, I'm going to dive into the three key ingredients to be successful in today's sales climate. I'm going to start backwards, or what you may think is backwards. Our first ingredient we are going to dive into is follow-up. Now, you're going to need to stay with me here to understand why I'm putting follow-up first. We all know that follow-up is key in sales. You pitch your product or service, and they just were not ready to buy, or they needed to speak to their spouse, or they needed to take it to their CFO, or whatever the case may be. The point is, we all know following up post-meeting is essential to closing more business. And I do have some tips for you on that that will make follow-up more effective. But first, I want to discuss pre-meeting follow-up. That's right, I said pre-meeting follow-up. Now, what do I mean by pre-meeting follow-up? Allow me to frame the picture for you. You reach out to a potential customer and schedule a meeting. That's your first win. You were able to achieve that win by asking questions and getting the customer interested enough in what you had to offer that you were able to move to the next step, the meeting. So now you prepare to meet with that potential customer or client. Typically, you would call the customer a day or two before to confirm the appointment, and that pretty much would be the extent of the pre-meeting communication, correct? Yep, that's what everyone else does. Okay, here's where I tell you why follow-up is not only after the meeting, but also before. The key words I just said were, that's what everyone else does. We already know your prospect has more than likely researched what you are selling and has narrowed it down to probably two or three companies. How are you going to stand out from them? What can you do differently to make the biggest impression or statement prior to actually meeting with them? So here's a few tips. Number one, your pre-meeting follow-up needs to be personalized. Do not send out an automated generic email such as looking forward to our meeting on October 10th at 2 p.m. Please feel free to call me if you have any questions prior to our meeting. That's canned and everybody sees it. I probably get several of those in my email. It's just such a canned response. Please feel free to call me if you have any questions prior to our meeting. So you're putting it all on them. Instead, try something like this. Mr. Smith, thank you for setting up a time to meet with me and go over your sales tools and needs. Over the next week, I'll be reviewing the notes from our conversation to provide you with the best options for those needs. Now, notice I said best options, plural. That way they understand that I'm not just going to come in with one solution for them, then I'm going to present them with a couple different solutions. I'm going to empower them to make a buying decision. Now, that's a whole nother topic that we're going to go over at a later point, but just certain choice of words will make a big impact on them. And then how about this? Number two, send them a pre-meeting gift or information with a personalized handwritten note. Send them something that ties your product or service in, and the note should say something like this. Hey, Mr. Smith, I wanted to take a moment to send you this t-shirt to let you know that we got you covered. Now, that's pretty corny, and I probably wouldn't use that example, but you kind of get the idea. 
And third, many of us are still meeting virtually over Zoom or whatever format you're using. And I heard this idea the other day and thought it was just too great not to share. How about sending them an e-gift card to their local coffee shop and the note saying, Mr. Smith, I'd like to buy you a coffee for our meeting on Thursday. You know, these are just a few ideas. And the point is you should have at least two additional touches after the initial conversation if the meeting's over a week away. Less than a week, one additional touch should be sufficient. If you are doing that, even if your competitors are doing an email follow-up, it is likely that theirs are generic and have no emotion. Just by doing that little extra, you will be the front runner by far going into that meeting. Okay, so now I did promise that I would give you a few tips on post-meeting follow-up. The interesting thing is that there are countless books written on closing, but in comparison, not many written on follow-up. I'm not quite sure why that is, but maybe it's because closing is more exciting and follow-up is boring, mundane, and just another task that we all have to do, right? I think follow-up is an art and needs to be practiced as much as any other aspect of selling. I've always looked at follow-up as fun and have been told on a few occasions that I was a little odd in that respect, but however, follow-up has made me a lot of additional money. So before I kind of go into it, I want to share a little story with you on follow-up. I was in the market for a new internet service for my home. You know, my wife works from home. I have two teenage sons. So between all the devices logged on to the Wi-Fi, uh, we felt like we were at dial-up speeds. I thought making the jump to just below business class internet would be perfect. So one day a salesman comes to my door. I wasn't expecting him to, but he just happened to come to my door while I was in the process of looking for faster internet. My wife was working from home that day and didn't really have time to speak with him. And besides, she lets me deal with all that kind of stuff. She let him know when I'd be home and he agreed to come back then. He was back at my door when he promised to be. He gave me the pitch, but I had just started looking. So I told him I'd get back to him once I researched the other two providers in my area. You know, two days after our meeting, he called me back just to check in to see if I had any questions on the service that he could answer. But what really caught my attention is he brought up specifics. See, we have this large English lab named Boomer. Dog does not have a meme bone in his body at all. He greets everyone at the front door, lays at their feet, even while they're talking. So during this conversation, he asked, oh, and how's Boomer doing? I was like, wow, this guy remembered my dog's name. Point scored there, ding, ding. I wasn't ready to buy just yet, though, so I was still researching. A couple days go by, he stops by to follow up. We weren't home. I saw the ring video and noticed it was him. But right afterwards, he called and left me a message, and it went something like this. Hi, buddy. This is Joe from XYZ Communications. Hey, I was thinking about how you guys are struggling with slow internet and know you're still researching, but I may have another solution for you. Please give me a call. Well, I called him back the next day. Why? This guy knew my issue, thought about other solutions, remembered my dog's name, and followed up consistently. When I gave him my business, I explained that it was due to the fact how he followed up. I also explained what I did for a living, and he let me know, you know, I'm always working on my craft, and I believe that follow-up is essential to making sure I make my sales. Something that 
nobody else really in his industry did. So he told me that his skills and follow-up kept him as a top salesperson for his company for several years running. I was very impressed with his track record. So with following up after the meeting, make it personal as well, not just before, but after the meeting, you now have a much greater knowledge of the person you met with and what their needs are. Use those to your advantage. Think about other solutions for them after your meeting. Don't be locked in on what you propose to them. There are very few products or services sold today that don't have options or variations. If you look at what you're selling today, you have some sort of variation on your product, or you might have a better product, even if it's shoes. There's a certain shoe that's going to fit somebody, but maybe not for what they need somewhere else, right? So it can cover all industries. So remember, pre-meeting follow-up and post-meeting follow-up should be personalized. If you're not doing it now, try it. I know you will see an increase in your sales. So earlier in this podcast, I mentioned empower your buyers to buy. So that's exactly what we're going to discuss next week. We're going to go over questions that will empower your buyers to buy. So I look forward to it next week. Join me on the Hitman of Sales.